So we are in Shar, uh, the first Shar, Shar Rishon, Marechas Adam, Perak Shlishi, page Chavtes 29. Um, we're actually almost finished, another three more, and then we're going to be finished being Mashlim so that we, they'll all be up. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll see, we'll jump back to the Vadim also. Perak Shlishi, Dea Bina Vahaskel, but it's it's good and it's very yisodistic. Kvar Shemanu Shea Adam. I actually remember this parak last time around. It was, it was pretty awesome. Kvar Shemanu Shea Adam Morkov Misechalumidos. There's a lot to cover. We'll go a little bit quick, but we'll uh, we'll speak it out. A person is a composite of Sechel and Midos. Okay? Uh, the uh, From intellect and character traits. Aleinu Lefaritzos Yoser. We're going to have to speak this out. Nanasa, we're going to try in this parak. Bekitsa Rav. To understand the primary kaychas that are encompassed with regard to the seichel, with regard to the intellect. Paragraph Aleph. There are two main functions to the seichel, to the intellect. Hahakara, the cognitive sense, something that can be recognized, that could theoretically be verified, that's objective. Va'aracha, and the koach of value, of evaluation, subjectivity. Ha'seichel makir. So the intellect, the first thing that we're discussing is something that can recognize. Im ein ta'os behakara, as long as there's no error, harehi amitis, then whatever you're recognizing will be accurate. It will be MS. Asher kol bal seichel yuchalahaskim ima, so that any rational person, if they're able to recognize the same thing that you do, will be able to verify. You'll be seeing the same thing. If not everybody is able to agree, there will be one of two reasons why people would not agree to this. Either either there's a mistake in your thought process. So there's no yashras. If there's some mistake that's being made, it's based on a faulty premise, so then it's not going to be yashar and it won't be correct. Or, or there's some sort of a bias. Okay, so the first thing is something that you recognize. It's something that's there. Theoretically, two people looking at the same thing should be able to be mocked and recognize the same thing. Unless one of them is ba- based on, is he's recognizing something based on an error or based on some sort of bias. So in order to be able to recognize the right things, that your hakara should be in line with the MS, number one, it has to be yashar. It can't be based on a mistake. It can't be based on a faulty premise. And it has to be tahar. It can't be biased. Objectivists. Okay? So that's something that is otherwise it's either right or wrong, and it's a matter of you recognizing the right thing. And then there's the part of it that's the evaluative sense. Nagia biatsmenu harbe yoiser mimasha anu oskim bahakaras dvarim anuma arichamosam. So this is going to make sense. Uh, as we speak, more so than we recognize things, we are evaluating them. It's the entire day. We meet people, and we immediately respond. Either we do like the person, we don't like the person. That's a matter of assessment. What do you like the food? In a shop, 
We want to buy something. And we search. What do we want? Is it worth the price? So these are some examples of something that is part of what we're evaluating, whether it's worth the price to us, whether the food is good to us, whether the person finds chain in our eyes. These, these are two different faculties that are performed with our, with our seichel, but they're not measured the same way. They're not within the same framework. One of them is emes or Shekhar, and the question is, is did we evaluate, did we acknowledge it right? Is it in line with MS or is it based on something that's wrong? Something that's that's an evaluative thing is not based on MS and Shekhar. That's not that's not the appropriate yardstick. So much so that even in halacha, you're not allowed to lie, but the lying doesn't apply such that if somebody buys something from the market, so what should you do? Should you uh, degrade it in his eyes or should you praise it? The Adam So in other words, over here it says, is that that when when it comes to acknowledging something that somebody it's not even a matter of it is worth it it's not worth it the question is 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 it good in his eyes, right? It says, A person evaluates the way that it fits, it's appropriate for him, it's individual, right? So the there's two totally separate senses of valuing things, of encountering things that we have. One of them is in an objective framework and it's verifiable, and another one is totally subjective. And the maral goes on, explains erkecha, your erech, that again he's going off on this idea that it's something that's subjective. Next paragraph. So the, these two senses are not dependent, they're not interdependent one on another. How, they could act totally independently. Where do we see this? That the, even a baby who doesn't have a developed intellect in order to, uh, in order to objectively uh, uh, calculate things, and, right, to analyze things, but babies know what they like and don't like. So the first sense that a person develops is really the evaluative sense. In the development of a person, Tinaik, he chooses what he likes. However, the evaluated, not the, not the evaluative sense, the hakara, the cognitive sense, only comes along little by little. Even a more mature person, on the other side of it, you can have somebody who's more mature who does have analytical abilities. He's able to assess things. And yet, and yet his priorities might be, well, he doesn't understand the value of it. He, doesn't, he knows what it is, but he doesn't necessarily have a, a way to uh, place a value on it. Right? We'll actually talk about something similar on the next Ahmed, if you remember. I don't know, baseball cards, memorabilia, things like that. I can see what it is, but if you ask me what it's worth... Right? Hastira ben hakara objectivist, uben haaracha subjective, alula ligro mavak pnimi harif. There could be a very powerful inner struggle where those two things are not lined up. 
right? Well, in other words, where you remember that this, this Sefer is not written to people who are not from. This is a Muslim Sefer. It's written to people in Yeshiva. So we're not talking about proving whether or not HaKadosh Baruch Hu exists, whether the Torah is legitimate, uh, you know, and so forth. Those are worthy topics of discussing, but they're not our subject. So if we're talking about somebody who's from, we're talking about somebody who's religious, right? All, all you know, the whole nine yards, the problems start where we have a list of things that we recognize as being the truth, and yet in an honest inner, you know, in our heart of hearts, does that, is that what really truly matches up with our priorities? Is that the way that we live our life? And are, the, are those the things that are meaningful to us? There, it creates a, a, a tension where you're, what you eva- the way that you evaluate things is not in line with what you recognize intellectually to be the truth and to be what you want to be evaluating it. Balmaila marich mashu makirshu emes, a person of stature, right? A person of stature has his, his sense of values in line with what he recognizes to be the truth. Recognizing something is a power of the mind. The idea of evaluating something, where does that stem from? Where does it flow from? Matchunais v'negiais, is it attributes, is it biases, Bi- biases, is that the plural? Zui svaras shitchis midai, these are surface deep things. K'niri hinovaz me'etzem hosanefesh, the sense of what a person's priorities are, his ambitions, his goals. I mean, you know, assuming that people are wearing the right glasses, Okay, everybody's going to, you know, look at things, I guess, in a certain sense through the lens of their experience and so forth. You know, people can, uh, you know, different people have hearing aids or, you know, they see things differently. But in, in a certain sense, you know, whatever we encounter, so we'll be able to be it one way or the other. But in terms of what your values are, so what defines those? What defines the ambitions, the goals, what your priorities are? Those really go to the core of who you are. Yeah, so he says, The, the, the ultimate uh, person who understands Kaychas and Nefesh. This is a famous line. Person according to what he praises, right? So, Perusho, right, in one sense, you could say, you know, the. Uh, I don't know, this is not Pshat, and this is certainly not Pshat that we're going to go. But in terms of Lafima Hallo, does it mean that the way that they praise him or according to what he praises? You know, sometimes you ask in a Shidduch, you could say, you know, whatever feedback you get, it's going to be good. But one person will be praised as uh, intelligent, one person will be praised as, uh, as a Baal Chesed, right? So I don't know exactly whether they're good or bad, but they're in line with what the praise of them is. But we're going to give a different, a, di- a different way of learning this. Ish Lafima Hallo, according to what they praise, that person praises, meaning Perish. Milas adun lefimashi halal. A person's milas are in line. Depending what I on my value system, that's going to be what I look towards. It's going to be what I look up to, right? What 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 pictures am I hang on my wall? Who are my gedolim, right? The um, If the one who I praise were not my heroes, who are my heroes? Are 
Forget everybody has challenges. Everybody makes mistakes. But if you want to know what, where a person is holding, look at who, who his idols are, who are his heroes, what are his ambitions, what is he working towards. That's going to give you a very good idea of where the person's headspace is, what type of person he is. It could be he has flaws that are hidden. Who at least his mind is in the right place. His heart is in the right place. Okay, so leaving aside, I don't know, sports figures, whatever. But look at who a person praises as being, you know, figures that are worthy of praise. And that's going to tell you a lot about it. It could be that... I, you know, I toe the line because I, you know, in my society, I have to act a certain way. But, you know, who, who is it that I say, oh, you know, that guy is so cool. He could do whatever he wants. You know, I wish that I could get a motorcycle and, you know, ride around. You know, what, what is it that I look at as being the Mila? Lafikane, you know, we, we talked about this in the reverse last week. Or maybe it was in the content in Dafyami, I forget, when we were talking about doing a vidui. So we said, you know, besides the fact they say vidui, they say, even in the past, you look back and you say, oh, back in the, I wouldn't do it anymore, but back in the day, that was awesome. You know, I, uh, I, oh, did I mention the first time we did it? The, the, you know, when, when it, looking backwards, do I, did I say like, oh, back in the day, those were the days, that was awesome. Like, I almost like I'm reliving it, except for the fact that I know that now I'm more mature, I have a family, I can't do those types of things anymore, but but I look it back on it fondly. Or it wasn't worth it, right? So how do I look at these things? And Rabbi Yonah had said in the earlier paragraph, this is from the ikr of of the creation of a of the tzir of a person. The etzem of a person is goes on what his value system is. You know, in a certain sense, this is empowering, you know, even if I'm not the best guy, but I know what I look up to, in a certain sense, maybe it's a little scary, you know, I go through the motions, you know, but what does light me up, right? What is mankind that you that you should mention him, remember him? What do you want from a human being? What did our Kaddish Baruch Hu tell them? According you malachim, do you have the ability to value things? You are where you are, you know. But do you have the ability to use this a, a, a sense to independently, to autonomously, to decide, you know, on a system of values? That's that that it's such a central function that if we say that the world is created for mankind, and this goes to the mechus of a person, and this is where a person can use his bechira. So what we're the way where we're going with this is, yeah, you have to recognize the truth, you know. If you need to go to a discovery seminar, do it, put yourself in the right place. That's what you have to do. The the part of the central function for why the entire world was created is that there should be human beings such that we should bring our sense of priorities in line with what we know to be the MS. So most of the people listening to it, right, we have we have the principles of MS. We know where we want to be. That's where our work is. Going back to the Vadim, it doesn't happen in a day. It happens little by little. We have to work on ourselves, and we have to. There's a chachma to it. It can't just be done all at once either. But the idea of molding our priorities, our true priorities, what we develop a taste for, to be in line with what the MS is, that what we come to be recognized. Kamashin Arei ki mi bashach gyaroich 
Yaruch Hashem. So he says that, that who in the heavens can be Yaruch Hashem? The, 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 the Malachim, they praise Hashem, but that's because they're just like, you know, they're in a certain sense, obviously there's exceptions, there's Amari Chazal that he has questions on it, but they're, you know, they're very high level lofty machines, but they don't have the Kayach to be Maruch to, to, to place a value on something. It is what it is. Only mankind. This is a Tanchuma, it's a Medrash. Havi Omer, Al Kayach HaRacha Oymeda Oylam, the entire world is standing on this sense of being able to place a value on things. In other words, this world is a world of values. Everybody chooses what their principles are going to be, what their value system is going to be. That uh, the Seichel would tell you, that we went, I use this example all the time, like I said, I remember this chapter. A used postage stamp should not be worth anything. But a stamp collector specifically likes stamps that have the postage uh, mark on it that are used. And he makes a stamp collection based on this. To be the most supreme value. And he'll put a lot of price on this rare used stamp. This ability, HaKadosh Baruch created the world, we have creative capacity. The idea that we can place a value on something is within we could take something that's not that's devoid of value and we could put it uh, that uh, uh, something that sorry we can make a, a value of something from something that's absolutely with zero value we can turn it into something valuable like I said like relics baseball cards memorabilia this is a prime example that we say, we stand up in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu and say that there's nothing that has compared to infinity, right? There's nothing that has any value. Infinity minus one and infinity minus a million are the same, right? When we talk to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, nothing has value. And this is a statement that we declare. We are able to say that. And since we are, the, that, that only, only a man, only mankind can say that because nothing else has this kayach to be able to place values on. It's part of our Bechira. It's a it's a, a, a an astounding statement if you didn't think about that like that before. So we said earlier that if the intellect is yashar, it's not biased. There's no mistakes. Vitahar and it was the opposite. If it's yashar, if there's no errors and it's tahar, meaning that there's no bias, karamitis, a person could recognize the truth. Yashar it's not distorted. Tarabli no bias. Seichal eno intelligentsia greda. It's that is not only intelligence, where you look at what the Rambam and the Chayvis HaLevavos, the early the Rishayim, already said about how they were Magdir, how they defined, how they quantified this Kayach HaSeichel, which is more than just intelligence, more than just the ability to understand something. Although Bi'arti, this is the Rambam, this is the interface between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
We can strengthen this attachment between us and Hashem. If you do it good, you can strengthen this attachment to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, or you can distance yourself from it. It's the, this is the point of contact. The Chayvus Halavava says differently. This is through the mind. Hakadosh Baruch Hu uses the seichel to almost like I don't know, give us reminders of things. The seichel is the vehicle through which Hakadosh Baruch Hu can also like. It says it differently, but it's the place where Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us ideas, also where we interact. This is something coming from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, somebody who who puts himself, who lines himself up with the Torah. When he uses the seichel to the utmost of his ability, and he yearns to get to the Ratzon Hashem, and he turns his priorities to. The utmost of his ability towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives him. It says, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu now will respond in kind, so to speak." Hakadosh Baruch Hu will will inter, will give him ideas and will communicate through him in a certain way. Hasechal hazes. So this sechel that's Yashar, that's Tar, humakom esiyate dishmai ba'adam. This is huma oirer that this oitan the isanu that Hakadosh Baruch Hu stimulates the sechel and ma'isa taiv v'gam mazir isanu he. Warns us, we might seem shame last I some. We have a conscience. The mind stimulates us to do things. It stimulates us away from doing things. Even in business, Hashem gives you counsel how to acquire things. This is like the the Rambam says the the the, the place we get close. So paragraph Aleph, paragraph Beis will go a little quicker, and then we'll, it'll tie it together in paragraph Gimel. So we, we started off and we said that as we, as we encounter or the human being comes through the intellect, there's two parts to our intellect. The part that's objective, as long as there's nothing in the way of it, kind of, as long as there's no errors and mistakes and bias and things like that. So we'll be able, if you can't see things, right? If you have like yogurt on your glasses, right? Like Rav Noah says, right? So then you're not going to see it. But as long as you could see things, so that's step one. Otherwise, you don't even know what you're looking at. But the place where we develop the place where we have our Bechira, the, the, what, what's, what's in the sphere of what, what we're even here for, and really what the whole world is here for, is that mankind should actively develop his evaluative sense, which is his Bechira, and we're going to go through how to do this now, right, in line with the MS, and altogether, this Seichel is the place where we're able to essentially be Davuk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says, Bina is to understand one thing from another. Havanas davar levada dayelunikris bina. Understanding something is not called bina, but rather havanas davar mitaych davar yeshnu inyan michudosh. In order that we understand something, that we make an inference, so that we can develop some sort of a chiddush, that's the kayach of bina. Kagon havshotas inyan adbir hatzura. 
that we remove the uh, the Indian to clarify, to understand the tzura of what's underlying it. When you're Madame and Milsa Milsa, it's what so much of Gemara is about, right? In other words, that's why it's Teresh about Peh. The Gemara presents a case, and we have to understand what are the driving factors of the case if you have a mushal. Which part of the mushal is the driving factor, and which part of it is just, you know, dressing up the story so you have something to talk about. When we're able to take out the the storyline, we're able to abstract out from whatever the practical parts of something are to understand the principles that drive something so that we can be Madame and Milsa and Milsa, understand the principle of truth and then use it as a framework to apply in different cases. Zui bina shibayna binyanam chadashim, we're able to build structures the Yoimer, right? It's the difference between a formula and if you have, uh, right, Ronald Lobianski was talking about a totally different Indian, but he said, you know, if, if you have apples, you know, apples falling off a tree and you want to know how many apples are going to fall, so there's different ways to do it. You can either count how many apples fell in an hour and you say, well, that many will probably fall in a different hour. You can plot a graph, right? Or you can come up with a formula. Once, you, once you're able to abstract out to a formula, now you can apply that formula in other contexts, contexts also. Okay, Vayomer Lukim Nasadam Tsamenu Kid Musenu. Rashi, Kid Musenu, what does it mean in his Dmus? Lahavinu Lahaskil, in order to understand, to use the intellect. Hamahalech Bazeh Pashidhu. So that means that this first Mahalech that we're talking, Hamisragel Lahavin, that it, when Akarish Baruchu created human beings, Kid Musenu, right? So it says, Hamisragel Lahavin Tamid Davramitach Davar. If Rashi is saying that that part of Kid Musenu is Lahavin, and to understand, so that means this Kayach of being to abstract, to, to, to take out the principle of truth in something, so that now we can understand things, the MS Lamitai, that's Ba'etzem within Kidmusenu. This idea of understanding taking out the practical the the, the Tsura and the Chaimer. Right, this, these are these, these are terms and sort of how to deal with something. The the form from the the practical application. If you have a chaymer and tzura, so then okay. Anyway, who maskil gam yachad. So he's the type of person who's going to be able to use his intellect with yashras. He'll have clarity, and he won't and he won't be biased. And once he understands, he's not. He's not distracted by the context in which something presents itself. He understands the truth of it. He won't be, he'll be able now to take that idea and apply it in different contexts. He won't be able to be distracted in the other situations either. Seichel she'enotar, something that a person that's biased, if a person is biased by whatever the situation is, he won't be able to penetrate, he won't be able to come to this truth. Because the chaymer of a situation, in our context, the facts of the situation, will distract him. So he won't be able to get to the truth of it. Okay, what we're saying. Now, Rashi, Rashi really is going to surprise us. We're going to take this a step further. So Rashi surprised us in his parish because he says, Kid Musenu, Halo Bezesh Shasala Kadosh Baruchu Birkabenu as Kayakhlis Damus Elavis Barach, Shazui Tachlis Abria. Kadosh Baruchu planted within us the Kayak to resemble him, which this is the Tachlis Abria, Kid Musenu, that we should be like Kadosh Baruchu, so that we should be godlike. Mahu Loleches Bidrachov. What how is it that we're supposed to go in our Kodesh Baruch Hu's ways? Mahu Rachum Bachanun, Af Atarachum Bachanun, it's based on a Sifri. Medrash. Harehizdamus hibamidais. So the way to be 
similar to somebody, mahu rachum v'chanon. All of a sudden, we're not talking about the intellect. All of a sudden, we're talking about character. So a second ago, in one place, we were talking about kid musenu lahavinu lahaskel, and we said bina is the idea of being able to understand emes lamito, to not get distracted by the oilam hasia dika things that present themselves, to have a clear mind and not be biased, to understand the truth of things and be able to apply it in every context, right? And all of a sudden, over here, we're talking about midos. How does Rashi explain this? Right, the the uh, that, that if we're intellectualizing it, we're saying that it's seichel. So how are we going to apply this to this sefri, which is talking about midos? Which one is it? We're going to take the next step deeper. The seichel is where we have this yata deshmaya, this interaction. It's where we approach a kaddish baruch hu. Aleinu ladas ki lahavinu lahaskil is not just intellectual. Heim rather they are koyches hakedusha ba'adam bahem who miskari velabori misdabik bedrocha vizbarach. We're going to have to understand this. So the first we were talking about, it, it was somewhat dry. There was the Kayach HaKara to understand things. There was HaRacha, which was more personal. Okay? And we had we had, we had set up that the Seichel is unique to human beings certainly, is sort of uh, apart from us, though, right? And this is the place where we become godlike. And all of a sudden, we're introducing a further step, and we're starting to introduce the idea of midos. Is that a separate thing? Is that the same thing? It says, Okay, and the person is uh, to, to a chef from Let's go back for a second with these ideas, and soon we'll tie it together, and uh, to the definition that Chazal provide in a medrash. David Maskal is Reina Soy Pesha. Okay. Hadao da Amar, Dodukasov, it's a Pasuk in, uh, in Mishlei. Oirach Chaim, the correct path. Lamala, Lamaskil is upright for the person who understands. Mishu Mistakal Lamala, a person who looks upwards. Right? It's almost like we said before, the, the person who uh, to the person who's looking upwards, the, the correct path in life is to look upwards. Uh, the end of the passage is Lamansur, Mishal Mata, that a person steers clear of going to the depths. Let's see how this applies. Bonav Shal Kairach, who got themselves into trouble, they looked up, they gazed up, Nimlatu, they were saved. But David, he avoided the consequence of his mistake. He gazed up. So whatever the measure is referring to, but we'll just keep on the point. If Rishayim, who are able to gaze upwards, will be saved, Omar David, ani mistakel lemalish, namely the David Maskel, umishu mistakel ukisoy chata. This is the, that, that's the, towards the end of the pasuk that a person who gazes upwards that covers up sin. V'chein a kasev oimer vayhi David b'chol drachav maskil in all of his ways he looked v'oimer vayyari shol kiu maskil ma'oid umipnei shahaya maskil haya kisoy chata. Okay, we'll we'll see where he goes with it. Shaya pirish ma'isav he separated from his deeds v'hayd lefnei a kadosh baruch hu v'chein a kasev oimer chatasi odiach avavoni lo chisisi. Okay, I admitted my sins and I didn't cover up my averus.
Okay, now, Higdiru Chazal Kanas HaSeichel Shu Estaklis Lamala. So now, again, we were already talking about Seichel in different ways. Seichel is gazing in the right direction. It's choosing where you're, where to focus. Okay, forget about where you are. It's choosing where to focus. At that moment, when we look to Hashem, when we look towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's where our focus is. That is the moment where we come to a Seichel where that where we're looking with clarity, <coughs> no errors, no mistake, and no bias. And that brings us close to Hakadosh Baruch. Will have salvation from it. So fine. Okay, I said I want to get more to the third paragraph. So Seichel Kadosh Zeh. Now we're calling it Kadosh. This Seichel Meuchad Bekesher Amitzem Abina. So. All of a sudden, again, we're talking now about Bina, um, and we're trying to figure out, now that we talked about Seichel, what the human capacity is, we're trying to figure out where are we going to use our human intellectual abilities that we've been defining now to actually start to come close to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. So now we're going to try to start putting these midrashim together. We're going to understand where our seichel is. Ultimately, we saw that from the midrash in the sifri that the place that we actually get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu v'alach the bedrachav is in midos. And the the third paragraph is going to start talking about is how do we build that bridge. How do we build that bridge from where we understand, where we come to the right point of evaluation, where we see truth through Bina, and now we need to bridge that gap and internalize it into Midos, right? That, that's kind of the map of where, we're, of where we're going. So he says, this Seichel is bound up with Bina. Even this idea of understanding A from B is it not this process? It's not just an intellectual process. Eliu says, and the Amarti Yamimidabu Rav Shami says, Achen Ruach Hiba Enaish Vinishma Shakai Tevinem. So it associates Bina with the Ruach of Akadish Baruchu. Okay, a pair from Halkin, Shimas Piv Shal Kadish Baruchu, and the Sen is Bina. It associates Bina with with the Ruach of Hashem. Haregama Bina Shal Kayach Kedushi Elias. Okay, so he says, it's not just a human dry intellectual ability, it's uh, it's godly. And if we understand this well, so then we're going to understand these are the things that are going to get us close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gimel. Okay, here we are. So this is where we're coming to. It's actually the paragraph that we read the other day by the uh, by the Vadim. We read we read uh, from the beginning of the third shower and the first chelak. So we talked about the the idea of das. So this place where now we can take these this in, this intellect this bina this th- these uh, this thing that Akadosh Baruch Hu gave us which seems to be at the center of what a person is and translate it into midos and translate it from the potential and actualize that potential he adas das is the place where that happens Okay, what is das? So Mishle, there's two different discussions of what das is. Number one, with chachma you build, it gets established with bina. Das furnishes a house, it fills it up. You can have a structure, that what the structure is full of, what defines the, 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 the airspace of it, the area of it is das. 
Okay, another pasuk. Hashem b'chachma yasad aretz. Chonin shemayim betvuna. Okay, founded the land, established it. B'dayto to homos nivku. Das penetrates. V'shachav yirafatel. So we have two different hagdaras of das. One is that you have a structure in place, and das fills up that structure. And the other thing is that it penetrates. Das memalim chadarim ubokaz tahaymois. Then Asilvar, we have to try to explain. Even though it doesn't really fit like these dry definitions, we're going to have to try to understand the subtlety of what we're talking about. One of the reasons we're tr- you're trying to like we're trying to self-inspire. The truth is, is that das is something that is, has to be cultivated and developed and uh, make something resonate from within. The das is really goes to the heart of who we are. So as much as we can explain it, what you're really trying to do is bring us in tune so that we can find this within ourselves. The koyach to build a structure which fashions a person through hakara, haracha, through these abilities to understand things and ultimately evaluate them in the seichel, that really is a nikra chachma. All of that as much as it was an amazing idea that we were discussing, but there's still things that are developed from without. There are things that we encounter, we see something, we understand what we want to do, we understand what our value should be. We're trying, we have to build a structure, and those are things that we understand really in a certain sense from without. A house is a defined place. Once we're able to approach something and understand the driving the force of it and be able to apply it so that you can understand one thing from another, that takes an idea and it actualizes it. It makes it usable, right? It brings it from the potential to the actual. The seichel and the bina are they are ways that we encounter and we relate to things that are outside of us these are ways that we interact with something else what am I right am I just a blank piece of paper, right? In other words, but who, who am I? So th- this is the, the point of interaction and in how I relate to something else is my understanding of it, how I value it, how I prioritize it. But if you're going to look at who I am, so what, what makes that up? Is it just a list of things? Right, you can you know it's like the famous story. The uh, you know you, you can be you don't have to be a triangle in order to teach geometry, right? The the the, the we, in order to define who you are, I am as a call. I need to recognize that I am very impoverished. So it's just a matter of finding things from the outside and understanding that, like an instruction animal, uh, instruction manual. Like this is something that's funny. Here's where you laugh. You know what I mean? Like, but but what am I? Yeah, so he says, Lo, yesh bi muskolo shani yodei ma'atzmi. There are certain things that be'etzim are intuitive. Mi blisha etzorach l'hakar osami b'chotz. There is an idea, there is something called common sense. There is some sort of a system of values, a system of relating to things that be'etzim is internal. 
that you don't even need to draw these inferences for. Common sense, something that's instinctive. This is Das. Das is something that's not necessarily quantifiable as such, but it's something that's intuitive. It's something that goes to the core of who you are. Don't just walk into somebody's house. Knock first. You shouldn't have to teach that. Right? If you have a Tamachacham, it doesn't matter what he knows, but if he doesn't have Das, if he has no inner sense of right and wrong, he, he's not at all a mensch, so a Nevela is better than him. Okay? There's a lot of these types of things. There's a certain clarity of them. Even if there's no proof to the point that he says, we, we see this in other areas also. In science, you would call this axioms. In math, math is the most exact science there is. Axioms, right? If I make a formula that has proofs, I don't have to prove that anything times zero is zero or that one plus one is two, right? These are things, everything in the world has something that becomes axiomatic that could be based on. A person also, has, there is something that the person himself has a basis that he's building on. That kayach is be'etzem das, something that's integrated chachma. It's not even necessarily quantifiable. Something that ends up going to the core of your personality, that's be'etzem called das. So chachma is an idea. That idea is either something that you recognize and ultimately something that you, that you bring your sense of values in line with it. We, we want to end up bridging that gap and making that into who we are also. We'll bring our, our, sense, of, our sense of values into right a person who values a stamp a certain way. That's not because it's who he is, it's, but it's, it's external. So we have chachma in terms of how we value other things. Bina is where we come to the point of clarity that, that underlies something. And das is really who we are. But the second Gedar, is something that penetrates. It's not just something that fills up the house, that fills up the structure that defines it, but it's something that, that takes what's there and it goes straight through it. And this is the Koyach that's able to tie together the Seichel and the Midos, that's able to bind the mind and the character. This is the, the, the second discussion of Das is really what, uh, what, what goes to the core of what we're talking about. This is really where it bridges the gap between an idea and your personality. Okay? This is where we, we said in the last chapter that people who are granted a lot of Godless, so the, for for Gedolei uh, Yisrael, they relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It brings them to Anava. For Gedolei Umas Olam, now part of this I think makes a lot of sense because Arkama that we say that we are coming. I'll drop one, one line off topic. Arkama that we're in Chelik Elukami Mal and that we have a Neshama and Yisrael Barayz of Kaddish Baruch Hu Chadhu, and this is really the core of who we are. We're not really trying to develop something that wasn't there. What we're really trying to do is penetrate through the distraction and re- have
have something resonate that Be'etzem is already there. Because if, if right, if Chais Mishal HaKadosh Baruch Ames, and the Taira is Ratzon Hashem, and, and our Neshama, and everything is really, uh, you take away the period, and it's all Yil, and it's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so really what we're trying to do is just tap into that. That's much easier than creating Yesh Me'ayin, right? A guy doesn't have that. So when we go, when we have the ability to penetrate through stuff and tap into something that a guy doesn't have. But these are the two forms of Das to the point that we say, like, come, Navi, I'd be Yisrael, come, I should be Yisrael, like, come, um, come, and what is that? That's Bilam, Hatzara Shavashim Shayab Das. We said that Bilam was Yodea Das Elyon. Bilam also had this Kaya Chadas. So what was the difference between him and Maisha? How is he such a Minovel? Because there's two types of Das. There's Das that there's the common sense. Bilam had some sort of a sense of who he was that was very lofty, right? But he couldn't, but we will see. So he says, Bilam also is there, Avalzosa Rakadashal Hasaga. Bilam had an incredibly lofty sense of Hasaga that he was able to tap into. That's true. That was Chadaram Yimlu. But the Das of Bokasta Haimais, the Das of being able to penetrate, the Das of being able to bind together the mind and the Midos, to actually take these ideas and tap into who you are and totally, totally change, to, to develop as Midos so that that's where Mahu Afata. Bilam didn't have the capacity for that. So he said, Himi men of Hala, does those Chadarm Lachal Shechfos went through all the layers, the Kharos of Amidus, the Harris, the Makadezism, Machabers, and the Sechal, okay, we've been talking about this. Das those, he has shall have a Yotam in the Kudas, Hakadosh, and Nishmas Yisrael. This is the flame, right? Sometimes you'll use a mushal of a coal. If you, if you cut up open a coal, then there's no fire there. But if you blow on a coal, there's a flame. So the flame is inside the coal. When you cultivate it, when you blow on it, when it resonates, it, it becomes on fire. A Jewish neshama has that. Bilam didn't have that. The the das he had, he was able to be mamale chadarim. But the idea of being able to, to bring to life the neshama, the idea of being able to penetrate through it and develop midos, he didn't have that. They know correct conduct. But in order to actualize that within themselves, they're very far away from that because they don't have it. So now we're just going to finish up the last paragraph. But again, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing that we're going back to these as we're going through the vadim because... Because now you could see, again, the Vadim are really the science of how you take ideas and in a seemingly simplistic way, because it's really through Maisim Ketanim, right? It's taking very small, subtle changes in order to, like, you know, steer the battleship in a different direction to try to have it penetrate, to have it little by little change how you react to things, how you see things, how you automatically react to things, and it kind of changes who you are. That this second idea of Das is this is the bridge of what. Of, of, of where we're of where we're going all of the, with all of this. So again, just to summarize, and then the last paragraph, there's we started off and we said that there was what we, what we now what we're now defining as chachma. There's how you relate to things outside of you. First of all, to see it with a clarity, and second of all, to place a value on it. That place that 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 value system is something the way that you relate to things external that could apply to memorabilia, but it could apply to to, to val- systems to, to systems of morality, to ethics, to taira, to chachmas, to academia, to whatever you have. So there's one thing in order to make sure that you line up your values with the truth. The second thing that we said is, okay, now that we have that and we saw that that's really at the center of what a human being is, okay, that's really what the world is for, but we, we, we went forward and we said, well, after after 
Chachma, there's Bina, there's understanding what you're looking at, and there's coming to the core of what it is, so you understand principles of truth and they can be applied. And that seemed to be Kid Musenu. It seemed to be, since our function of life is to be godlike, right? Kid Musenu, and it seemed to be Bina, but there was another statement in the Medrash that seemed to talk about getting closer to God through Midos. So is it intellectual ideas that bring us close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu or Midos? And the, the third section that we saw is it's really both because it's not just Chachman Bina, it's Das. And Das is what takes the ideas and it allows us to integrate it, to synthesize it, to make it part of who we are such that there's really two components to Das but only a Jewish Neshama only we have the access to that idea of Das that's able to penetrate and truly become godlike. Last paragraph. Haderach Hayeshara. It says, Makom Adas of Homos. This is the Midos. This is what it is. Mahu Afata. And this is what the Rambam says. His famous Derach Yeshara. The idea of the golden road, right? The, 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 the golden medium. There are different extremes, right? And you don't want to go too much to one direction, too much to the other direction. You, 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 you need to find that medium. The, uh, you know, the way that we've addressed this in, we, we've talked, I don't remember if we talked about it in this chapter or another chapter, but the muscle that, uh, that I heard from Ryan Lobianski that I use, or, uh, you know, is that uh, if you have a, a teacher in a classroom who, we've definitely said this muscle a few times, if you have a teacher in a classroom, so let's say somebody goes to observe the teacher. So one time he disciplines a kid and another time he's extra nice. One time a kid acts out and he suspends him, another time he sends him to the office to go make copies and take a breather and come back. So, you know, a person who observes them from the outside might teach, think that the teacher is either inconsistent or schizophrenic or, you know, has different relationships with different parents. But the truth is, is what does it mean that, that there's a golden road? It means, no, the teacher is a- acting in the best interest of chinuch. So it's like, you know, lifting a tablecloth from the middle. Everything is going towards the same idea, to be mechanach for kids. One kid needs discipline, another kid needs TLC. So once you're going through the, the, the medium... What's the medium that drives everything? Being godlike, being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Be'etzem, no single mida at the extremities is going to be the driving, deciding factor of how you act because it depends on the context. The only driving factor of how you act is getting closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and self-development. So the nature of that is going to be that you're not going to steer towards any extremity because no mida is an end in and of itself. All right, that, that's really the idea, I, uh, by the way, I understand this. So it says, is probably from Ronald Pianz, the way he explained it. But anyway, a person is constantly evaluating his deis. Different discussion about why the Ramam talks about Midos in terms of deos, but not for now. He shouldn't erupt. He shouldn't be apathetic. He should be in the middle. Right, a person has to know how to react as appropriate in the right situation. 
What should you have a drive for? You, you, you should have a taiva for something that the goof needs, right? So you should never like candy. Well, that's not true. I don't know. Maybe if you're a marathon runner and you need to have those like energy chews, maybe you should want, the, you know, if, if you say, no, I, I'm, a, I'm on an anti-sugar diet. I'm never going to have it. Well, maybe if a person doesn't have that, then he's going to collapse. I don't know, right? Well, you, uh, the, the primary thing is what your necessities are. So he says, person needs what, what, what their nefesh needs. Why is a person working? You have people that have enough money in the bank that they, they, they will never, they, they could stop working and have enough money for themselves and for their children and their grandchildren and to buy them houses and whatever it is. So what is it that they're working for? So to keep themselves busy, I don't know what they were, you know, but at a certain point, what are you doing it for? So if you're working in order to make money, to buy necessities and luxuries so that you can live and do something meaningful with your life, that's one thing, but know what you're doing it for. A person is supposed to work for uh, for what they need. It's not, not for the sake of just the competition. I mean, I don't know, just to have more money in the bank just because it, it drives you. Don't be too stingy. Don't waste things. Nice and stuck. Don't be like too lightheaded and laughing. Don't be too serious. Be well settled. Be happy. Be a person who is in the middle because he's not driven. There's time to be serious. Time to be a person is supposed to be just balanced, well balanced. That is that is daya, right? In other words, nothing nothing gets you too blown out of you know blown out of where, where you're supposed to be. You know, it just blows you totally off course. You're 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 anchored. You're well settled. You have das. It affects you. Otherwise, if a person is, doesn't have that das, he's not anchored. His his so then his emotions will get the better of him depending what's happening in life. He'll be more volatile, right? That's the word. This is the idea of where it impacts him. If you have integrated knowledge, right? The example that I mentioned before from Revitzlik Berkowitz is, you know, if you take a kid who has a lollipop and it tastes good, you know, so if you're an adult and you find out that it fell into a garbage dump and then you eat it, it might still taste good, but it'll literally make you gag, right? If you truly know something, it automatically affects Affects your emotions, right? So over here also, this is das that's bokeh to homos. When something goes, it, it goes to the essence of who you are. It's not just knowledge; it's something that that penetrates and it affects. So he says, "Bechol das das is the determining factor." This is where you find the area where you're going to be well balanced and you're going to operate, so that you're not going to be volatile. You'll be well settled and no. Individual mida is going to define how you're going to act. You're going to be settled in the middle, acting the way that you're supposed to, with the priorities that you're supposed to have, with the values that are in line with the MS to get close to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. To the extent that das is the determining factor of a person, then any individual mida won't govern who how he acts. The midos will be 
tools that he can employ in order to accomplish things, right? Cast even anger also in a certain sense has a place. Sometimes what does anger do? And that's the media that like you should never use. Anger, I guess in a certain sense, can provide uh, adrenaline to step forward in something that you would not normally do. If let's say a person's making a chil Hashem or, you know, who knows what it is, or, you know, somebody is going, uh, attacking a weaker person and you need to, and that angers you, that might give you the kayak to step forward where you know that you should, but you don't have it inside of you. If a person has das, then the midos become tools that you can employ to do what you want to do, not things that pull you. And this das is the etzem, the core of who a person is. And this is, again, as we go through the vadim, this das is what it is that we're trying to develop so that mahu afata, so that we ultimately get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the point of the world. I'm adding this on because I forgot to say it. So just say, I forgot where I heard it, um, but... There's a famous question about the, the fact that the Jews said Nasa Venishma, and then the idea of Kafuela and Harkagigis happened after Nasa Venishma. So the, the Rishayin already deal with the question. I think there's a Taisfus that says, well, if Nasa Venishma the Jews had accepted with the greatest Lushan of acceptance ever, the Torah, so then what was the point of Kafuela and Harkagigis? We probably discussed in the Purim Shirim because of Kimbo Vikibu, I don't remember. But, uh, but it was the point. So I forgot where I heard it. It could have been from. Maybe uh, Rosh Sinclair. I forgot what I heard, but I heard in two places, so it probably came from some place uh, bigger. They said that if had we looked back at Nasev and Nishma, and now, so we would have said, listen, the at the time the Jews' acceptance was based what they understood based on the culture at the times, based on the ideas that, that they had access to. They made a thousand percent the right decision on a national level of Nasev and Nishma. However, if they would have known what we know now, if they would have had the values in the 21st century, all these types of things, right? So then the truth is, is that things change. The Nasev and Nishma that they made doesn't necessarily apply to us. Kavwale and Har means, the way that I heard it over, is that it was muchruch. It's wonderful that at this point in time you recognize that 2 plus 2 is 4. But the reason that 2 plus 2 is 4 is not because you recognize it, it's because it's muchruch. It's because it's true. It's the idea that that when we look back at Kabbalah Satoru, when we look back at the national relation with the, at, 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 the, at the Torah itself and what our Kaddish Baruch Hu gave to us, he was giving us principles of truth that are true our job was is to come in line, Nasev and Nishma. Our job is to recognize that and bring our understanding in line with the fact that this is the MS, right? So this is the MS, this is Betzim, but at the time of Kabbalah starts, it's a Vart that speaks to, uh, you know, to some of these ideas that we've been discussing, that uh, that uh, the, the truth is true, that, uh, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the value system provided by the Torah is true, because because it's it's built on Nitzchias, it's built it's built on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. and that's what you had written in the sefer that I probably mentioned last time that you could see today that from one day to the next, from one decade to the next, all the time people are looking back and judging different things that happened in the fifties and sixties through the eyes of now and trying to decide who was right, who was 
strong, who was mortal, who wasn't, who was a racist. If, 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 the, if the value system is subjective and it, it can go willy-nilly, then there's no real truth either. But we have the benefit of, of an objective truth, and, and, and therefore, you know, our job is to come in line based on the Chachm, based on the first part. Our job is to understand the, the system of values and ultimately with Das to internalize that system of values in line with something that we know to be the MS.